Why is this show called Into the Loop? Into the Loop! Into the Loop! What, 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 what is a Desert Eagle used for? What, what? Big booty bitches. What, 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 what? Into the Loop! Why is this show called Into the Loop? Bitches. Welcome back, everyone, to Into the Loop. I am your host, Nawaru-chan, and I am... Bro, are you eating on the podcast? <laughs> I'm with Rabbit Pixie, as always. I thought that would be funny. I had this fortune cookie I didn't eat earlier, and you were... What's it say? You were talking... <laughs> okay, I'll... Read I'll us your fortune. It. Here it comes, okay. Um... From listening comes wisdom, and from speaking, repentance. Whoa. Powerful. Pretty. Doesn't tell me if I'm going to become a millionaire next week, but whatever. We can only hope. Does it ever actually happen? No. I played the Powerball. Did you? It was really big, yeah, a few uh, weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. I know a lot of people that did, actually. I did not. I I mean, buying like a $2 ticket or something like that it's like whatever right um, i mean you know it's it's not that that it's just i didn't go to a gas station now now you you were saying earlier before we started that you didn't want your food right now because you didn't want to eat on the podcast so i was like you know what when it's um intro time I'm going to crack open this fortune cookie, and after Dewaru picks up, I'm just going to crunch into it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to pick up, honestly. Nah, you're supposed to. I'm in. Right? It's a... I, open, I think so. I open. Yeah, you open, and then I pick and it up. That's right. Just it. There's not really a plan here. Just No. Whatever. Not really. You know, it is what it is. Look the other way. Um, God, and the this, other cheek. What a nice curtain! Don't look behind it. I uh, pay no to attention to the man behind the curtain. What's he doing back there? He's always just back there messing around. Does anybody know? <laughs> Is that Marvin? <laughs> Marvin somebody, the Martian. Can somebody get Marvin at? Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, uh, so let's real quick. Let's go ahead. Tell the show. Uh, so today we're going to do our top five things that we are thankful for in gaming. Question mark. At the half, we're going to talk about Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Pokemon Scarlet. Um, and then did you want to bring up the uh, the new announcement yeah. for <laughs> your favorite game? No, it's not my favorite game. It's just the best game that I've played in at least 
eight years, ten years. Okay. It is so good. We think it's the I same can... game. Oh yeah. What is it? Weird. Uh, Devil May Cry Five. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about Marvin the Martian. <laughs> you, Mar <laughs> Marvin the Martian confirmed for multiverses. Literally. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it no. here first. We got insider info. <laughs> we're practically a news channel now. A news channel. Oh God. I I'm Kill now me American Bellular. Kill me if we ever make daily Marvel content. <laughs> oh, so much no. grasping at straws, those guys. Yeah. Man. No, Devil May Cry 5. I'm going to dig into it for a second here. Go for it. Devil May Cry 5 is literally a masterpiece. I cannot recommend this game enough. Currently, it's what? on sale on Steam. Oh, uh, it is just so good. From start to finish, it only gets better. Like, it starts out incredible. And then it just gets better and better as you go. Uh, and, like, there was only one part in the game where I was like, man, this is really dragging on. I, I'm really, you know, I'm struggling here. But that was literally my own making. Because, spoilers, there's this part... Uh, in the game where you play as a character and he controls uh, different weapons and those weapons are pretty much demons so they come in different forms one's a bird one's a panther and one's a giant golem monster and you get them all taken away from you at one point and something happens and you have to choose which one to uh, you know unlock to get back because you have to do a boss fight to get them all back and it's all boss fights that you've already done so you're pretty much familiar with them already but i happen to choose the one that i i chose ruin which is the giant golem monster and you have to expend your devil trigger to actually summon him unlike the other two so i basically soft locked well, not soft locked because I was able to actually pull it out, but I was essentially stuck with no way to attack the boss except for just dodging her attacks perfectly every ch chance I got to barely build back some devil trigger gauge because it only builds when you attack, take damage, or perfectly dodge something. And I was stuck in that boss fight for like. 15 minutes. But, so that's uh, the only thing that you broke. It, yeah. I everything didn't have else. any other way to attack. Uh, but everything else was super smooth. Uh, all the boss fights were incredible. Dante versus Virgil was absolutely just so difficult for me. But it was mm -hmm. so epic. I loved every second of it. <laughs> Is it is it very anime tropey like it has been in the past? I mean, it's it borrows its inspiration from anime mm -hmm. and it actually references the Devil May Cry anime uh a little bit. But That was a good anime. It was. Could have been way better, but Dante's so epic, dude. Uh yeah. 
No, it's a. Uh, it's just incredible, man. Mm-hmm. It's. It it definitely takes from that, but all the cutscenes they're enjoyable to watch because they're all just goofy. And yeah, they they they're goofy and they're doing these badass things, and then they're taunting these giant ass demons that's in front of them. So, it's just so it's, it's still, so funny. It's so very very much like Devil May Cry three. Oh yeah, it's yeah. very much Devil May okay. Cry three. Okay, it's Devil May Cry three plus DMC, but the good parts of DMC. Mm. Now see. I, I've only ever played Devil May Cry 3. I tried to play 1 and 2, and I played uh, quite a bit of 4, but didn't really like it. So would you? So with that in mind, knowing that my main experience with this is Devil May Cry 3, would you recommend this game to me? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, 100% yes, because... It it very much feels like the best parts of Devil May Cry three. It feels like the best parts of Devil May Cry four as well, and Devil May Cry four is actually really good. And I would urge you to uh, give it another shot, or maybe even I could you know do a stream of it or something you know. Uh, yeah. But it is it is incredible that one is. I love playing as Nero. Nero was the first character that I got like completely maxed out. Seems like there's right. two camps in Devil May Cry. It's like the one, the Devil May Cry one and two purists, and then Devil May Cry three and on fans. Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> kind of like Devil a... May Cry two is definitely regarded as the worst. A lot of people do not like Devil May Cry two, and it's not hard to blame them. Okay, I again, I've never played. Uh, one or two. I played like I played like one thing from two, I think, and that's it. Yeah, I would uh I would definitely urge you to play it. I think... If you like action games of any kind, it is definitely worth trying. So it's just a fun action game. Yes, from okay. start to finish, and it only gets better. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't played anything like super action intensive in a while. It might be fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, how I haven't done the Virgil story either, and it comes with it by default now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I still have that to look forward to as well, so I can play as Virgil. So, how much is this game? Ten sixty nine on sale on Steam right now. Ten sixty nine. And you can usually oh, find it at second hand stores or second hand uh, stores. Yeah, like Disc Replay or GameStop, things like that. You can usually find uh, it there for around 15 For the people that do. Oh, right, 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 right. I, but I, yeah. would, play, I would play it. I would love to uh, stream the Virgil. It was actually kind of my intention. Because this is my first time playing DMC5, and uh, I have played all the DMCs before. I just don't know why I'm just now getting to it, but man, I love the series, and I'm really glad you, I finally got it. You should stream it. Should I, do yeah. your Virgil story playthrough. Virgil Blind, story Blind reaction. 
Looper's react to Virgil's story playthrough. <laughs> Incredible. Vir- Looper's react to Virgil's story blind playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> Normal um, difficulty. Um, but yeah, yeah no, that was that was my, I I that's your that was review my of gig. Devil May Cry. Incredible. You heard it here first. The Into the Loop seal of approval <laughs> stamped on to Devil May Cry Five. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, you've been playing Pokemon recently. I want to hear your thoughts. Well, do do we want to do we want to like cut here for a second and just be like, here's what's on EGS right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I don't want to forget. Absolutely, yes. Let's do that. So, uh, Chainsaw Man is on each. I mean, uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Chainsaw Man. Yeah, these are. I mean, when this comes out, it'll be Thanksgiving. Um. So, yeah, these are these are available. Dark Deity's like a tactics game. Evil Dead the game looks awesome. So, Evil Dead fans, free game. It kind of yes. looks like, I guess it's kind of like, what is it, uh, Dead by Daylight, but with Evil Dead characters? Yeah, that's what it kind of seemed like. Here. But with a little bit more action, I think. Like, it almost seems like a Dead by Daylight survival game. It says it's co-op. That sounds fun. So is it like is it like more L4D? Maybe. I would hope so. Cuz that sounds incredible. Ash with the chainsaw arm just going crazy. Single player mission. Together in a game loaded with over the top co-op and PVP multiplayer. Okay, so I'm guessing it has single player missions and co-op and the PVP with a with a monster or something. Nice. That's not too bad. I, I'm not exactly sure, but it, I mean, it looks it looks fun. Any I a mean, loop looks as long as it's co-op. Yeah, I mean, free. I'm a, I'm gonna send messages to like all my friends, like, hey, get this game. We can freaking play this. Yeah, for sure. And any the... anyone is invited. I'd play the heck out of this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's what's on there. Uh, I think if you like tactics games, this one looks okay. I don't really, I don't know anything about it. It's yeah, cool. it's a it's a it's a Fire Emblem clone, probably maybe. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, Pokemon. Um, yeah. It, I have a few questions because I never played Sword and Shield or Arceus. Were those games open world? Uh, so pseudo. Um, it, Sword and Shield worked like this: you have Route One, and then in between, or you have City One, and in between City One and City Two, there is the Wild Area, and the Wild Area is like a big giant open area where Pokemon of all kinds just spawn in. And, you know, could just appear anywhere out in the wild. Uh, it was not really open world because on the other side of City 2 would be City 3. And in between City 3 and City 2 is a wild area. So, 
you know, it's it's just like the routes, but they're spread out and huge. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. Um, in Legends Arceus, it, it's kind of like you unlock a zone, and then you can go unlock or search that entire zone, mm. uh, and you know see where all the Pokemon are in the wild and. Uh, get, you know, sneak up and catch them all by chucking Pokeballs at their head. But then you also unlocked different modes of transportation. Like, you get a rideable deer that can jump really high. You get a bird that you can fly on. And you get a giant basculin that, you know, you can ride through the water. Uh, but no, it was so... all contained. Okay, so now I kind of know where it's coming from, because the marketing I was a little confused on when it was like the first open world Pokemon game, because it's like, well, I thought there were other ones that were already, but uh, no, this one, I mean, yeah, it would be the first truly open world. It's really cool. Uh, the first hour or so, you're on a rail, and then there's like an academy, like a school, you're in school, you go to the school, and then they're like, hey, run around, and you can just, I'm pretty sure, just go anywhere. I haven't, I've played for like three, four hours, it's not been a place that I couldn't get to yet, but you can go places where you're uh, over, where you're out-leveled. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, so I did run into that uh um, I lost two Pokemon. I'm nuzlocking blind on this game, and this I haven't played po I haven't played a Pokemon game since X. And I didn't even finish it. I loved Pokemon Y, personally. Yeah, I, I really liked that game. I just didn't finish it. Um, but but yeah, um, they they got like a new power up gimmick, uh, which is I, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Um, it's called Terra Stellarizing or something like that, and basically, your Pokemon does a, a Sailor Moon transformation and has crystals all over it. But when certain Pokemon, when they use it, their types can change. Yeah. And they, I mean, they already become a little bit beefier and stronger, but then like you can that can cause them to change their types in the middle of a battle. So that's kind of neat. Uh, it hasn't really made a huge difference yet, but I can see like having some corner strategies there. That's cool. I like that. I like being able to change type. That's that's really smart. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's something that I, sh I could see them moving more towards in the future. I mean, we already see variations in type in Eevee and several other things, like the the what the weather Pokemon that changes based on the season. Like, there's a lot of trans. There's there's a Pokemon that literally just imitates Pikachu. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of different transformative type things you can do. So I don't think it's too far to say that. I mean, they even showed with the Alolan type Pokemon that a Vulpix is it's not fire, it's ice. It's like, oh, okay, well, they could just do, start doing that with regions like making new diff different region types and that, putting yeah. new variations and spins on existing Pokemon. Because I, I, what, what are they going to do? I don't, 
keep adding 100, 200 more Pokemon every time. Yeah, I we're mean... We're at, like, we're at, like, what, 1,300 or something? It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of Pokemon. Uh, I, uh... I'm excited to see where they go from here, but... You know, it's definitely time for an upgrade here. Nintendo, you gotta give us an upgrade somehow. Do we need know... a new Switch. We need a new Pokemon budget. Do you know how many freaking useless flying types I ran into from different generations? So many. So many. So many. It was ridiculous. And I have a... Uh, there's, I have, I have a Pokemon. He's literally just a pig. Yeah, Lechonk. Yeah, Lechonk is literally just a pig. There's nothing special about him. He's a pig. <laughs> he's my favorite. I'm taking him to the championship. That's right, Lechonk for the win. He's just a pig. Literally only pig. I have seen pigs that look like him in real life. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's a pretty fun game. I haven't even felt close to challenge except for the time that I got off the path and got into a bad situation. But it, it's fun. Uh, there's like all these different activities. Like there, you have this one guy that's like hunting big Pokemon. You go mess with him or I think it's called Team Star they have bases that you can go mm. to and infiltrate and you can fight the Team Star bases or you can go to the gym or you know whatever there's tons of different things you can do that's awesome I mean I I wandered around in a field for for about an hour just picking up different items there's just yeah. items there's literally items everywhere in this game I like that though. Well, yeah, it, it keeps me running around. That's what this type of game wants you to do. Yeah, like you know I mean? uh, Xenoblade does the same thing. So what if I have twenty fucking antidotes? Yeah, you might need them. <laughs> what if you run into twenty fucking tentacruels? They, they know I Poison ain't gonna. Sting. They know I'm not gonna use antidotes. I'm just gonna keep pressing hydro pump. <laughs> <laughs> Truth, truth I'm is gonna, spoken. I'm gonna keep pressing hyper beam. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, it's the same in Smash when you're playing Charizard. It's just flare blitz, flare blitz. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I wish uh, it was harder. Quite honestly. But it's yeah. Uh, exp sharing is just just given to you now. No need to even bother. You can just keep whatever Pokemon you want in the lead. I picked what is his name, Fue Coco. Yeah, because, Bell Pepper Boy. Yeah, they said he was an alligator as well, and yeah. I was like, well, I like Totodile, and he's Water type, and this guy's Fire type. Let's let's see what this guy does. Gator Boys. Um, he has evolved into whatever the second one. He has like a sombrero thing on his head. He's really oh, cool. Oh no! What? <laughs> what? Is it cut at that, least like that, tasteful? <laughs> he's a f dude. He's a Pokemon. Yeah, but I Ludicolo. What... I, people have been complaining about Ludicolo. 
And I'm afraid that's going to take the same thing. No. Personally, I love Ludicolo. Well, Mir B represent. Well, the, but... this, this region is based in Spain, though. That's true! Yeah. Oh, you're right! I heard yeah. Lechonk, and I thought it was France for some reason. That could, I mean, that could be French. But yeah, this is... I think there already was a French one. I think that was X and Y. With it all, was X and yeah, Y, with yeah, yeah at the tower. With all the, yeah, with all the style, that was the French one. Yeah. yeah. Lumio City is... Oh, it is Paris. Huh. Yeah, this region is uh, based on Spain. Okay. Now it makes sense. Can you catch a Ludicolo in this game? I don't know. I the, I mean, the way this game looks... Uh, dude, I, you walk through the fields, there's literally, like... The, the Pokemon are, like, in waves. They're everywhere. There's so many. Uh, and and uh, so many different... Like I said, there's so many different of these... All these different useless bird types across all these generations that nobody ever used except to fly. Yeah. And guess what? You don't have to have a Pokemon to fly anymore. You can just fast travel from Pokemon Center to Pokemon Center. That's incredible. So who needs these freaking birds anymore? And then every single bug type you've never heard of. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And there's like Jigglypuffs and Igglybuffs in the same... <laughs> So just running around. Nice. It the variety is pretty good across the board so far when it comes to like from of what kind of like generations they're they're all from, but there's just they're just everywhere. So I imagine they're gonna try to jam pack like probably most of them. I mean, if they're already doing redundant bird types, they're probably gonna pack everything. Fair enough. Including I like every that water though. Type. I can't wait to see how surfing's gonna work in this game. Oh yeah, I haven't even cool. thought of that. Yeah, well, actually, I kind of, I kind of get the idea of what they're going for. I think I do know what they're gonna do. So, the the Pokemon on the cover art, the legendaries are like. Yeah. There's, they're like motorcycle-looking things. That's because you actually ride them in the game. That's a little spoiler there. Oh. You, you have that guy's with you, and you ride him like a mount. And I'm guessing like those techniques are locked behind certain achievements that you have to get in the game, and then he can be taught how to surf or taught how to fly or something. Oh, that's awesome. But right now he just runs and jumps. Fair enough. I like that. Man, you're you're actually selling me on this. I know I've seen that's had some performance issues, but yeah. I mean Yeah, it was I mean there's some jitters and lag, but like what do you expect? <laughs> True. <coughs> They're rendering so many Pokemon at once. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean they've gotta load the whole world. They've gotta They've got to load, you know, the clouds. They've got to close, you know, it's multiplayer. You know what my so, favorite feature is so far? What is it? You can send out whoever's in your front slot. You can send that Pokemon out, and he will yeah. run around and find things for you. And fight wild Pokemon automatically. 
while you wander around, your Pokemon is gaining experience. That's incredible. So it's like an auto battle system. Yeah, but anything oh, that he man. anything that he he knocks out, you can't catch. You have to actually engage it to catch it. Fair enough. I mean, but... once you get your team, you've got your team, though. There won't be a need to catch anything. So yeah, that's right. incredible. Holy crap! That's an actual game changer. Auto battling is. Yeah, wow. I mean, you just keep sending him out. I mean, he will lose health, but... Uh, you just use a potion. Yeah, you get a lot of potions in the game. So, just potion him up, or just go go to the Pokemon Center. There's Pokemon Centers everywhere. And it's not like you don't go in a building anymore. It's like just like a... It's like a... It's like a... What are those called? Like a... Like a kiosk. That you would find like, in like a theme park. It's like a rest kiosk. Huh. And they have the Pokemon Center and the Pokemart and the whatever the uh, green thing is, some kind of online thing. That's awesome, though. Also, oh, I, uh... you can access your box from anywhere. You just open the oh, menu. That's awesome. I think they added that in... I think they had that in Arceus, maybe... I don't remember, but I think that might have been in a previous one. That's a, that's an awesome quality of life change. I, I kept going to the Pokemon Center. I'm like, where's the option to open up my PC? Where's my PC? And I had to look it up. It's like, just open your menu. I was like, what? Oh just my open goodness. the menu? It was perfect. I, Man. I, I really like it so far. You've you've kind of sold me on it. I since you got Scarlet, I think I'll probably get Violet. But man, go for it. That is awesome. It it's pretty fun. I I I haven't. I it, it's again it's so big that I've barely even really dug into it. It's like I did the first quest in The Witcher or something. Yeah. I have I have I did one gym. That's all I've got accomplished so far. That's good though for four hours. And the gym, the gym was cool too because, uh, it wasn't like you go in and battle a bunch of people. There's actually kind of like an obstacle course element huh. that you have to run through. That's awesome. You have to roll this big ass olive. So there's like you know, there's some puzzle elements to it. That's fun. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into it. I haven't been able to play or look anything into it, really, because I've been playing Sonic Frontiers and Devil May Cry. Um, I, I did get Sonic Frontiers. There's no spin dash. Heartbreaking. Uh, but it is fun. It is really good. I'm liking it so far. The combat's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And it, it really comes down to timing and button mashing. But it's fun, you know? It's It definitely feels like the next step. Do you want to do top five and then talk about Sonic Frontiers? Uh, I got something I want to talk about after Sonic Frontiers. Or not okay. Frontiers, after the top five. But yeah, I'm down for top five now. Okay, I do also have something that I want to talk about after yeah. the top five. Alright, who wants to go first? Whoever starts the top five 
does their uh their thing first. You go first. Okay. So my top five things I'm grateful for in gaming. Number one is Xbox Game Pass. Like, I've gotten so much mileage out of this thing, and I have no qualms paying the 15 bucks a month for it. You know? Like, as I speak, my girlfriend's playing Disney Dreamlight Valley on Game Pass right now. And yeah. that's incredible. That game is really good, too, by the way. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely thankful for that. Microsoft... That was the biggest dub in gaming history. So, congratulations. Sony, you played yourself. Number two. <laughs> EGS. I like EGS for many reasons. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and convert anyone to EGS, but I, I've got some things that I really enjoy about it. Like Getting two free games every week. Mm -hmm. Holy hell. That is incredible. For real. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You just log in, you make the account, you log in, you claim the game, and you're done. That's it. You've got it forever. Mm -hmm. Man, that's that's how we played Remnant from the Ashes. Right. Uh, But not only that, there's things like... EGS is keeping not only, like, Steam on their toes, but also just game companies in general. Because they're just this absolute wild card in the market. They have Fortnite money, so they can take as many chances as they want. Sony has we been... We like Fortnite! We like Fortnite! We like Fortnite! Uh, Sony's been putting their exclusives on there first for a, a minute now. Like Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade or Marvel Spider-Man. Right. It's, uh, it, it's really good. Uh, EGS, they're keeping everyone just, you know, at bay for now. They're a presence, that's for sure. Number three is MMORPGs. <laughs> Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Our MMORPGs are the absolute just kings of gaming. It was uh I would say I would dare say even in some instances still the highest uh, the the highest level of immersion you could get from a video game. Oh, 100%. Absolutely 100%. Uh, where else can you go and just log on to your character and walk up to some dude, call him a fucking ball sack, and run away and log out? <laughs> well, and the cool thing about that is, like, everybody that's important is an actual person. Yeah, so, so it's fun. So when you log yeah. in next time, he's going to whisper you and call you a butthead. Oh, no. I, I, I call him pee, pee head. You you <laughs> call you him come, weenie boy. You come, you come doing that stuff. I I'm gonna call you pee, pee head. No, but MMORPGs in general, like they're the absolute kings. They're everything from RuneScape to World of Warcraft to New World. You know, like. Can't wait for my full dive Pokemon VR MMO. 
incredible. <laughs> no, dude. After watching Dark Side of Dimensions, uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh movie, I want—I <laughs> literally want a VR Yu-Gi-Oh game. It would be so much fun to play against Seto Kaiba. <laughs> He's ridiculous. Yeah, that would be incredible. <laughs> I think there's a line in the movie where he goes, "There is no greater intellect than Seto Kaiba." <laughs> <laughs> the guy's insane. That's awesome. Uh, number four is Sonic the Hedgehog. Man, I love <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. He's he, he's. I dare say he's the most iconic video game character ever. If I was going to be, uh, you know, related in character to a video game character. I would want like a Sonic the Hedgehog like logo. Well, well, or something. Let, let me ask you this: you know, on average, when people say, when when you think of gaming, what character do you think of? Who would do you think that they would say? Shadow the Hedgehog. No, they would. <laughs> they Pikachu. Would say, they would say Mario. Mario. But hello, Mario. I don't think that's the case anymore with the success of the Sonic cartoons and the movies. Yeah. Sonic really took the cinematic stage where Mario is just in this void of characterlessness. And now they come out with the... And now, now you notice how quick Nintendo is to get on the movie bus now. Yeah, now we have the Mario movie. After they two were, incredible Sonic movies. They were like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I think Sonic is definitely the most iconic mascot of all time now. He is he's just doing it right. Not only that, but like There's Sonic so Boom the cool TV show. It was so funny. The original cartoons were iconic. Like Sonic Adventure 2 is easily just the best game of all time. Yeah, Kappa. I mean there's just so many things you can do with him and he's just so cool. And yeah, it's just a just a fun a fun character to play with because you you can just just about do anything with Sonic. My favorite video game character is Shadow the Hedgehog, and I wouldn't have Shadow the Hedgehog if it wasn't for Sonic. Then that's the right. Hedgehog. That's right. Respect your elders. <laughs> Number five <laughs> in this Nintendo sixty four. Oh baby, <laughs> that's true. Nintendo sixty four was a lifesaver for some kids. It was my first console that I, you know, got myself and was able to, you know, like, just dig into all the time. It was, uh, you know, I got Super Mario 64, and, you know, that do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
You ever played Bomberman 64? No, I haven't. I that, would love to. That game's something else. I I absolutely love the N64, and I wouldn't be here without it. So, yeah. yeah. The yeah. only thing I ever wished for was to be able to leap out of bounds with Mario in Peach's Castle Courtyard and then go on over and swim my way to Hyrule. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But uh yeah, that was my that was my top 5 things I'm thankful for in gaming. Okay. All right. For me, top 5. Number 5. PlayStation 4 controllers actually working for PC. Boom. Incredible. <laughs> uh number 4. Um the just the incredible incredible creativity and innovation that comes from the ROM hacking community. Oh yeah, for sure. They're a blessing. Literally cranking out free games that are spins of games that you love. You know, some are some are goofy, some are broken, some are just uh, you know, what out of this world. And then there are the ones that are just perfect. You got you got ones that people play that people prefer over their their base games like uh super metroid project base you know oh yeah yeah or something like a, a several fire emblem hacks are are very well known as being comparable content to actual fire emblem release and it's just made by that's awesome some dude <laughs> somewhere couple of dudes on the internet um so yeah rom hacking oh there's some great sonic rom hacks too oh yeah um, number three i would also say sonic the hedgehog he's one of my heroes um number two let's gosh final fantasy 7 oh yeah that is a big one changed my life like, I don't know. There's there's so much. There's a lot in that game about people having struggling with their identity. And I think that is something that a lot of people from that that were kids in that era and that time had to deal with. Uh, That's very true. So. And. Not to mention, it just had the coolest characters of any video game ever made in history. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then number one thing that I'm most thankful for in gaming is our Lord and Savior, Gaben. <laughs> yeah. All glory be to Gaben, the one original bringer of affordable games. That's you're not wrong. He but will lead you're us just not wrong. The, he will lead us into the full dive promised land. I, I believe if anyone's going to do it, it will be Valve. You're right. Dude, you know Gaben is like freaking in a sensory deprivation pod somewhere that like opens, like his bed like lifts up and like there's like a like a bubbling spa thing down there and he gets in the chamber and then it closes up and then like he's sitting in there with his VR headset beta testing 
the next uh, phase of his full dive system. You know oh, he's man. you know he's in there. He's he <laughs> man, he's in the lab cooking. That's what he's doing. He's cooking up cooking up a batch in the lab. I don't know, like yeah, Gaben he Gabe Newell, I should say. He's a he he was a visionary. All dude, Half Life. Half Life. Half Life yeah. started all this if it weren't for Half Life. Um, yep. Left gosh, for dead. I went, I went through mine very, very quick. But yeah, those are the top five things I'm thankful for in gaming. Hey, congratulations. You made it through. My, uh, I, my Why are special... we such Sonic the Hedgehog stands? We are. It's because he deserves it. He's a good boy. Wow. Uh, my special game shout out that I want to talk about real quick that you might not heard have heard of is Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. Uh-huh. It's incredible. So, this game, you literally play as an organ trader on, like, your ship. And you have a set amount of cargo, and you can hold one of any organ in that cargo. But you have to play it like you have a stock market. So... Sometimes the prices of certain organs will go up and they'll be more expensive. Sometimes they'll go down. And you'll have requests that you'll need to fulfill. So you'll need to buy, like, a liver and an eye for one guy because he loves to twirl them between his fingers <laughs> while he falls asleep at night. Or something silly like that. And he'll give you money for it. So, of course, you want to buy it for the lowest price possible so this guy can get his silly little twirling done. And uh, <sighs> then you just make money that way, and you just upgrade your ship and do things like that. You can pay off other people who are trying to buy from the market that you're in, because if you're not quick, they'll buy the options and so that uh. you won't get them. The good deals, that is. So it's just like you it's it's an it's an, it's like an economy simulation. Yeah, it basically it's it's basically an a, a stock market simulator, yeah. Oh, okay. It's really silly but, though because you can buy souls and stuff like that. What the hell? You can actually buy a Wait, dead among us body. You're like a space warlord. Yeah. Well, see, that makes it okay. It's called a bean body. <laughs> or a bean bone or something like that. Oh, uh, we never did fun but yeah, that's... moments. Oh, man. I don't really have a good one this week. I've <sighs> I've worked all week. Yeah, me too. Things, things got real sideways there for a second, didn't it? Yeah, things have been crazy Woo. lately. But uh, you know, we all have time, our it's that fuck time yeah's. Of, it's that time of year. Yeah, well, we're stressing actually, a little bit. <laughs> actually, you know what? And I think I think it's good to have to have this moment because I I did not have a very fuck yeah week this week. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh. I grew up watching Power Rangers. Oh yeah. 
and uh, I I I started doing martial arts because of that, and I did that for years, and I I became an instructor. Um, and it was my career for a long time, and I loved yeah. it. But I never would have started doing karate if it weren't for the Power Rangers. And one Power Ranger in particular was uh, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger. I know it's like you know, everybody loves him the most. Well, you know, that's he's the one that inspired me the most out of like any kind of childhood superhero to pursue martial arts. I, I even do those those jump spin outer crescent kicks. I do mine just like him, like he does in the show. The big the big wide sweep. Um. <laughs> but yeah, he passed away. I Rest believe, in peace, legend. I believe it was suicide, but uh, that's that really sucks because. If I was gonna tell you who, if if you were gonna ask, sit down and ask me like, who's your hero? That's probably who I would say. Oh man, I've met him. I have a, I have a, uh, so here's a here's a story. I went to meet him, and I have this poster somewhere. But I went to meet him at he was at a convention. I wanted to get something signed because he was signing for free. And I was looking for, I was like, maybe I could find like a movie poster. And I looked everywhere and finally I found it. It was like the, from the original movie, uh, the movie poster. I don't know if it's original print, but it was that poster. And I got him to sign his helmet. Um, and uh, one of my friends was there. She took a picture of us. That was about 10 years ago. Um, then he stopped uh, at this uh, he was doing this comic store tour, uh, actually just earlier this year, he stopped, uh, over here in my town and I, I went and saw him again and I brought the picture and I said, Hey, this is us 10 years ago. He was like, Oh man, that's crazy, man. That's awesome. I can't believe you hang on to this this long. I was like, Hey, you know, uh, you, you inspired me to do what I do today. And I had him sign that. I have it. I have that picture signed by him. That was just that was just earlier this year or like end of last year or something. Man, that's incredible, dude. I'm really that's really awesome that you got that. I, I I'm really happy for you because that gives you something to like kind of hold on to, you know. He was he was that kind, you know. Right. But. You know, he was he was a lot of people's hero, and he was the greatest Power Ranger that ever lived, so... Yeah. Uh, he will be sorely missed. Shout-outs to Jason David Frank. Everybody misses you. For real. I'm but, done. yeah. That was a very fuck-no moment. Yeah. That was a fuck-no. Hey, the sun, uh, the sun is setting. Yeah, but you know, we got we got things to look forward to. You know, yes, we got the holidays around the corner. Things are gonna oh, get God. fun. Holidays are so much fun. 
I love Actually, the holidays. Like straight up, I will be happy after Friday because I'm taking a uh, vacation. That's so awesome, dude. I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. That's awesome, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have on the agenda here? Uh, jeez. I don't know, Frank. We, you, you didn't really get into your review of Sonic Frontiers. That's true. Uh, I, if you really want to hear about that, I don't mind. But uh, I haven't gotten too far. I've only gotten out of the, t you know, tutorial kind of area. But mm. everything feels really good. I... The the thing I was worried about is not present, and that is my biggest relief. What was it's, the thing you were worried about? That there were going to be too many rocks, and then they're just going to stop your progress for no reason. Oh. You know? In your op giant open I world. To I told you that wasn't going to be a problem. It's really fun, though, because you can kind of use the rocks that are there as, like, little springboards almost if you time your boost and jump right and it's so much fun it is actually a lot of fun to play it's almost like a spin dash from sonic adventure one or two that's why i give it the pass sonic frontiers is a good game the combat is actually really fun too it's it kind of it's it's just down to button mashing really and dodging so far but it feels really good because you can like dodge backwards and then hit him with the homing tack and go back in for another combo and then, you know, sweep out away and then dodge some attacks and go back in and do stuff like that. But it's really good. Uh, the side loop ability is pretty cool, kind of. It's really gimmicky, though, if I'm honest. it's It feels out of place. That's uh, where he makes a circle and... Yeah, and like wind like blows out a torch or something yeah oh. it's it's weird it's it's like it's absolutely a zelda item you know mm -hmm. it's some, something there for progression in battle and that's it. it it it's it's there but it's not a bad addition it's fun to just do circles and get a lot of rings you know and just fill up that way that way you're at max speed all the time because your speed is dependent on how many rings you have. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's that... a lot of rails, too. That is interesting. I did notice that there were a lot of rails. Which is kind of strange, considering that that means that these rails are just kind of floating in midair. <laughs> yeah. All around it's... these worlds. That really is the case. Uh, I do have one major complaint. Uh oh. There's really no, like, no one tells you anything. Like, it is so hard to grasp what's going on. Like, I don't even know the full extent of the controls. A lot of people might know, not know this, but if you click the left stick in, you do the light speed dash. Like, oh. who the hell would have thought to do that? It It's crazy, and you never learn that. Because nothing tells you. There's no tutorial. There's no signposts that you can walk up to and hit B to learn. It's just, you know, it's just huh. not there. Well, that, that kind of does stink. 
Yeah, but, but but once you learn it, it is great. Hey, hey, Sonic Two didn't have any. Uh, and once to, you to learned control. it, it's great. Right. You just had to press the buttons and figure it out. Yeah, but I mean, left stick in front of a batch of rings that you're just standing next to, that's not a very, you know, intuitive it, thing. It should have been like a button press or something. There isn't like a an indicator that comes up and says light speed or whatever? No, nothing. Well, that, that doesn't make any sense because they've been very firm about keep putting that in the games. Yeah, absolutely. That's strange. It, I thought maybe, it was incredibly weird, too. That's why I had oversight. to shout it out. Yeah. Sega. I don't know. Sega, fix it. You can but fix yeah. it. Um, I, I do want to give a quick shout-out to a game uh, I learned of recently, and that's Bendy and the Dark Revival. Uh, like, from Bendy and the Ink Machine... You said you're not aware of who that is. I don't know but, uh, what this for... is. It's basically like old-timey Mickey Mouse cartoon horror game. But oh, okay. the sequel is a Bioshock clone. Like, straight up, beat for beat, it is Bioshock. Huh. It is, it is an absolute plagiarism, almost. <laughs> uh, Have you played it? I haven't played it. I saw some gameplay of it last night. I watched uh, one of my favorite streamers play it. But, uh... No, it, it's... And I don't mean this in a bad way when I say it's plagiarism Bioshock, because I love Bioshock. Right. I do plan on finishing the Bioshock playthrough on the YouTube channel at some point. It's I'm just so busy nowadays. It's so hard to start a stream. Uh, <laughs> You know, it, dude, I've been there. It's just, you know, so many other things going on. Uh, yeah, but we will finish it. Bioshock, incredible game, absolutely incredible. Which you kind so this is not a bad thing, right? Right. I was gonna say, it's, I mean, it's, it's probably a good game if it's just Bioshock, right? Bioshock's a good game, exactly. And it, it does Bioshock in its own way. It's not underwater city. It's you're stuck in a cartoon studio that, that looks like a cartoon. And there's ink monsters. I like that more. Yeah, it is I incredible. Would, I would play that. Oh, it's incredible. The game's beautiful, too. Like, it looks incredible. Where, where's this at, this game? I, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into that yet. Oh, but sorry. Bending in the Ink Machine should be on Steam. Oh, okay. Cool. You should look into that one. I'll check it out, my my friend. Yeah. Hell you got yeah. a you got anything else you wanna maybe add in there? Dude, like as far as like game recommendations go, or just any kind of things that you want to give a shout out to that you've been into recently. Oh, gosh. Uh, whose line is it anyway? You have been watching that all the time. I've been watching that so much. I'm going to a show. Oh, dude. There's a show 
near me in a few months, and I'm going. That's awesome, dude. I am so happy me for you. Me and five other idiots are going. <laughs> dude, that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll have Ryan Stiles, Jeff B. Davies, Greg Proops, and some guy I've never heard of. So no Wayne Brady, no Colin, but still, it's still a good cat. I mean, they got Greg Proops, man. That guy's a genius. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, I mean, aside from that, you know, uh, I guess you can ask a question if you want, and we'll just make that the last one for the night. All right. Uh, so, uh, why is this show called Into the Loop? <laughs>